Hello, my friend. Okay, today we are taking cleaning to the next level. But I will say to you, if you haven't listened to episode 139, where I unpack my zone cleaning system, go and check out that episode first and then come back to me here because we really are taking cleaning to the next level. This is how to tackle like that pre-Christmas declutter, the one that you know that you need to do before the kids start getting loads and loads of toys. This is how you are going to do that and how you're going to work it around your body because of course everything that I talk about here is all underpinned by the principles of cycle thinking. So we are going to be using our cycle to tackle that really really big declutter that we often need to do before the holiday season. So sit tight, grab a pen and paper and let's dig in. Welcome to the Productive Mum podcast. I'm SJ, mum, former teacher, cycling fanatic, fitness coach, life coach, nutrition coach and love of Jesus. I am here to encourage and empower Christian women to live their healthiest and most productive life. Mama, raise your hand if you are fed up with having no time to work out and get healthy. You're frustrated with what to eat and how to find a plan that you can actually stick with and you drink too much coffee because you're tired by 3pm every single day. If you're ready to reclaim your energy, your time and show the world and your daughter that getting healthy and feeling great doesn't have to come at the expense of time, frustration or overwhelm and that empowered living starts with making the right choices every single day and that you are not defined by a dress size or a number on the scale, then this is the podcast for you. Grab that superfood smoothie and let's dive in. This is going to be one of those really tactical episodes today and I'm really excited to share that with you. I love podcasts where you come away with something that you can implement and something that you can do. So you're definitely going to need a pen and paper or you're going to maybe like maybe want to make some notes on your phone as we go through this and maybe even pause me, write a couple of things down and then start over again. I will say as well, before we get started on this process you need to have a good clear understanding of what cycle thinking is now if you're not too sure go back and check out episode 111 which is my like basic cycle thinking 101 kind of introductory episode or if you want to dig a little bit deeper and you want to find out a bit more about cycle thinking how it works how it impacts your body I've actually created a super simple course for you and it was actually my wonderful friend Patricia who has a podcast called ADHD and motherhood and I'm going to go and talk about cycle thinking over on her podcast shortly and she's going to be a guest on this podcast soon and she was doing some research into cycle thinking for a group that she runs and she said to me SJ there really isn't a super simple course out there for people to just understand what cycle thinking is what's going on with our bodies and I thought oh my gosh like I'm going to create this because how how many of us really don't understand what is happening inside our bodies and I think back to when I was learning about my menstrual cycle I was taught about this by some creepy dude teacher in a science lab with a textbook 
The link to the course is in the show notes. It's really affordable. It is the absolute basics of how your body works, what cycle syncing is, and some strategic, like tactical things that you can do to get started on your journey with cycle syncing. I know you're going to find it really helpful. And it is the kind of thing that I really wish existed when I was younger, when I was learning about my body. And it's the kind of thing that you're going to want to learn and then share with maybe if you've got a teenage daughter or you've got a niece like I do who's like 17, 18. This is the stuff they need to know. And being completely honest with you here, one of my big visions for the productive mum is actually to find a way to get this information out there to those girls. Because I don't know about you, but I really wish that I had learned this stuff when I was like 13, 14, because it really would have helped me to feel more empowered about my body, to not feel ashamed about it, and just to have a better understanding of what was going on but that is something for the future but right now that course is available to you to help you get a really good understanding of what cycle syncing is and how you can use it as your superpower the superpower that it is to help you in your day-to-day life so that being said today's episode is all about how we can pull together this idea of cleaning and decluttering particularly before the holiday season where it's going to get busy the kids are going to be getting presents and the house can feel really really sort of like cramped if you've got people staying so I think having a good clean and a good declutter is a really good way to set yourself up for success when you go into the holiday period okay so I'm going to break this system and this process down into some steps that you can put into place at each stage of your cycle. So of course you need to know where you are in your cycle, what's going on and you're going to want to be starting this process on the first day of your period in that menstrual phase and this whole process is going to take you a cycle to go through. And like most things, you're going to need to block some time out to do this. I think the month of November is a really good month to do this because we're not quite into that full on Christmas stage. Here in the UK, we have like Guy Fawkes at the start of November, we don't, but we don't have too many like really big celebrations going on through November. So November can be a really good time to put this system into place. Now, one thing I will say about this system is this is what you want to be doing if your house is feeling really overwhelming and really messy, really untidy, it needs sorting out. This is the one to do before you put the zone cleaning system in place because this is going to give you like a base level. So you're going to spend the month going through this process of decluttering and cleaning and then you incorporate the zone cleaning system to stay on top of it. I personally go through this process maybe three or four times a year. Certainly, I've done it now in our house. I will be doing it in January after we've had the holiday period, probably around Easter time again, and then often in the summertime. So really, it's kind of seasonal, isn't it? As we're shifting from, you know, into winter, into spring, into summer, this is the point where I then would go through this process. Okay, we are going to start on day one of your period. So week one, this is going to be the first day of your period. So this is going to be when you're going to be planning your attack. So when you first get your period, you might not feel like you have a lot of like get up and go because your hormones are quite low. Estrogen particularly is low. 
you might be having some cramps, you might be really, really tired, and perhaps you're not like in the right mood to be cleaning. So as I always say, in this phase, it is important to rest because that is what our body needs. It's what it's asking for. Now, I personally tend to feel better on day two in my menstrual phase. And you might feel that maybe day two, day three, that you start to feel a little bit more energized. And the reason behind that is because actually your estrogen is already to start is already starting to climb on those days and it can start to kick in your motivation to clean and I actually recommend during this phase during your menstrual phase that you actually use this time to plan your cleaning attacks you're not actually going to do any cleaning in this phase what I would suggest that you do is write a list of areas that you want to tackle in your home. If you've got anything particular in your mind that you want to get cleaned, it's far better to plan an attack, if you like, and to plan the things that you want to accomplish so that you've got some really clear goals to work towards so you don't get distracted. Now, of course, you could do this. You could grab a pen and paper. You could write this, these things down or you could use my favorite online tool to do this, which I've spoken about before when it comes to workflow is MindMeister, M-E-I-S-T-R. And that's like an online brain dump. So rather than having a pen and paper, you're doing it on your computer. And the reason I really like that one is because you can add to it a lot easier and you can move things around. What I would do and what I would suggest that you do is to group your areas perhaps into rooms or into zones. So I break my house as per my zone cleaning schedule from episode 139. I break my house into zones. So I might perhaps have particular tasks that I want to do in particular zones. So for example, in our house, one of my zones is the bedrooms. So we have three bedrooms in our house and one of my tasks in that zone for this kind of declutter process might actually be to go through everybody's clothes and throw out clothes that we don't need. It might not necessarily be to clean that room, but within this declutter, quarterly sort out, if you like, and I'm calling it right now like a pre-Christmas declutter, you might be wanting to sort out clothes or you might want to be going through and sorting out books, for example, in those zones. And what you could do is allocate like specific tasks into that specific zone. So it could be like sorting out your kids' toys, for example. Or if you've got um, one of the other zones is our living room. We keep a lot of Chloe's toys down there. So it would be going through her toy boxes and sorting out her toys. Now, week one is also a good time to assemble the tools that you're going to need. So now is the time to get your toxin-free cleaning products ordered. And if you aren't sure about what I mean about toxin-free cleaning, go back to the previous episode where I interview Tara all about how you can clean your house with just water. And next episode, I'm going to dig a little bit deeper into that. And I'm going to go through the five things that I think you need to clean your home without toxins. You also need to be getting your hands on things like bags and boxes to put any bits and pieces in. I separate all of the stuff when I'm doing a big declutter into rubbish, things that we don't need, things that I can't recycle. 
another box for recycling so like paper and cardboards and plastics and things like that and then also a separate box or bag for things that I'm going to donate to a charity shop I think over in the US you call it like Goodwill for example so those are the things to be doing in your first week on day one you get started day one of your period you're getting yourself organized you're getting things together ready to tackle the work in step two Okay, in your next step, if you have a basic understanding of cycle syncing, you will know that we're probably talking around like day eight to do your ovulation phase, which is sort of day 14 if you have a 28-day cycle. Of course, it varies from person to person. So in this week of your cycle, this is when your estrogen levels are climbing, they're getting higher, and it's bringing your mental and physical energy to that peak. So this is the time for decluttering and sorting. It makes an ideal time to do the heavy lifting. Of course, if there's stuff that's in your house, please don't hurt yourself. Get someone to help you. And to clear out the junk and the clutter because you have the strength and the stamina, the stamina, sorry, to sort through the piles of things, the cabinets, the drawers, Those of you that have closets, P.S. I'm super jealous if you have a closet. We don't have closets here in the UK. And the mental oomph, because you do need the mental oomph to make the many decisions that you need to about whether to keep things or whether to throw things out. Another benefit of this high and rising levels of estrogen in this particular week of your cycle is that you're not as sentimental as you are in week three and week four. So as a result, it's easier to part with items that you may have some kind of emotional connection to, but you don't need them and you don't use them. I mean, like, say, for example, your mum's, like, giving you um, your great aunt Mildred's teapot that you don't like tea, but you kind of feel like you should hold on to it. If you're sorting through those kind of bits and pieces in this phase of your cycle, it's going to be a lot easier to pass that on, to get rid of it and not to keep hold of it. Now, I would suggest that you put the, as you're going through things and you're sorting things and decluttering, making sure that you're putting the rubbish into the rubbish bags, the recycling, and then also the items to donate. Now, with the items that you are going to donate, I would suggest that you put those boxes out of sight. So if you've got a garage or there's somewhere dry outside where you're not going to be walking past them and looking in them and thinking, oh gosh, maybe I want to hang on to that. And also they are kept out of sight of your children, particularly if you've been sorting through their things. You don't want them going into those boxes like Chloe does this all the time with me. You know how hard it is to tidy up and clear out when kids are around because they always then find some toy that they haven't played with for like six months and it now becomes the best toy. And oh my goodness, should you even consider throwing away, you are like the worst parent in the world. So keep those bags and those boxes out of sight for yourself and everybody else's sanity. Otherwise, you won't get rid of the stuff. Okay, your next step. You've done the clearing, you've done the decluttering, you've got all of the bits and pieces and you found homes for the things that you are going to keep. Your next step is the cleaning step. So this begins after your ovulation so and then lasts about eight days. So this is the point where estrogen is falling 
So you might find that your energy levels dip for a bit, but then the progesterone takes over and your energy might start to rise a little bit, but then teeter off a little bit. Now, this is when you might find that desire to beautify your living space increases. And that's actually a side of effect of progesterone which prompts the urge to sort of feather your nest in case you got pregnant during ovulation and now need to create like a germ-free tidy home for you and your growing baby. Now this is something that your body does without thinking about it whether or not you are pregnant and those of you that have had children if you have had children you know that point in your pregnancy where you can't where you're coming towards the end of your pregnancy and you get this urge to have a really clean tidy home don't they they call it like nesting and it's because you are subconsciously aware that at some point soon you're going to have a baby so you start cleaning the baby clothes don't you making sure that the nursery and everything is all ready to go I remember <laughs> please don't do this but when I was really pregnant with Chloe I just decided that I was going to paint the bedroom and I know I've done this I know many of my friends have done this as well my friend Megan because I remember scolding her for it and I just decided that I, one day I was going to go and buy a tub of paint and Tim came home to find me up a ladder painting the bedroom which is absolutely the most ridiculous thing to do when you're like 34 weeks pregnant but it's just something that you feel compelled to do and I totally exhausted myself and I was really really tired but I just really felt the urge just to make my home really really clean and a really really nice space to be in so this is the perfect week to grab the cleaning supplies so things like your your toxin-free cleaning products that you hopefully ordered prior to this if you don't already have them in your home and next episode I'm going to be digging into that and telling you the ones that you should definitely get your hands on and now is the time to tackle all that dust and grime until you get that really nice like clean home feel and it makes you sit back and just think oh do you know what the world might be a beautiful perfect place for a few moments obviously before your children come in and then stick their sticky hands and their crumbs from their biscuits all over the place. So just to recap what we've done so far, we've spent the first week, that menstrual phase, doing the planning for this big declutter. We've then done the decluttering part, the going through, sorting out stuff, throwing things away, sending things ready to be donated. Then the third step is the actual physical cleaning. So that was where you're going to be getting those toxin-free products and you're going to be pulling out the sofa and hoovering behind it and wiping down the skirting boards and doing all of those bits to help get that home like really, really super clean. So the final step, the last stage in this process is all about, so this is going to be like wrapping it up. So the final six days of your cycle before your period starts, this is that pre-menstrual time when, you know, perhaps we get a little bit grumpy because our estrogen levels are dropping. We don't have as much patience and I don't know about you, but I can find myself more easily irritated by little things. I find myself really irritated by an untidy house at this point and things things that like perhaps were 
things that didn't bother you, you know, would go over the top of your head or at least, you know, felt a lot easier to deal with earlier in your cycle. Those are the things that start to kind of like really bug you and get on your nerves. Perhaps you find your kids more annoying or your husband more annoying. I find in this phase that I get more irritated when people are untidy. So I'm always kind of saying to Tim, look, this is the point where you need to be on it. You need to make sure that you're not leaving stuff around because it's going to irritate me. Or I just try and remember to bite my lip a lot more, actually. Now, this is the ideal time to avoid doing complicated organizing projects and big messes. And instead, I would recommend you take care of like the small, easy details that can help you finish up this big pre-Christmas cleaning project so that you feel like a sense of accomplishment or inspiration. So this is when you can go and get all those boxes that you kept out of way of everybody and you can take those items and donate them to a local charity shop or perhaps you might pass on some bags of clothes to a friend who could make use of them. I saw an advert recently for an app, I can't remember what it's called here in the UK, where it's like a new app that's specifically designed for mums to share and reuse their children's clothes. So it's a bit like eBay, but it's more sort of aimed at parents. You take a photo of a toy or some clothes or something that your kids don't want. And then the idea is, you know, about how it's getting a good use of that item, passing it on, reducing waste. And I absolutely love that idea. I think it's really important. And particularly when you've got young children, they really don't mind. They don't know that their toys aren't brand new. And I've got so many great toys for for Chloe from charity shops, things that have been passed on to us. I mean, one of her dresses that was like her absolute favourite dresses were dresses that were passed on to me by um, my friend Susie. I got a dress from a charity shop for like £1.50 that she wears every single opportunity that she can. So young kids don't mind where the stuff comes from. So you should feel that this is a great time to perhaps put those bits on eBay or to use those kind of apps to or even to give things away. I mean, this is a conversation I often have with Tim about, you know, he's he sort of thinks, oh, maybe we should hang on to it and sell it. And I say, yeah, we could do, but it might be easier to find somebody who really needs it. You know, like we're really lucky. We've got a lot of things in our home and, you know, it's important to share if we can to give things to other people. And for me, I mean, those of you that listen to me who are Christians I mean we are encouraged to tithe and to give 10% of our income but my kind of approach to this as well is you know perhaps we don't necessarily have the cash readily available to do that sort of thing but you know if we've got things in our home that we don't need that we could pass on to somebody if we've got extra you know extra food or that sort of thing it's another way of tithing another way of giving Um, I guess maybe tithe isn't the right word but anyway my point is that this this particular week when we're wrapping it up this is the time to tackle like the smaller tasks that you might have on your list doing one thing at a time so that you don't feel overwhelmed so you don't feel irritated maybe you want to sort out one particular drawer and you probably know the drawer that I mean the one that just has all the junk in it so you could set yourself the task the challenge to do that drawer and it might just take you half an hour or perhaps maybe choosing just to sort through your shoes in your bedroom rather than tackling the whole of your wardrobe 
So there you go, you have it. Four steps to doing a big Christmas declutter, organized, tidy, clean, whatever you want to call it, and how to go about it in a way that's gonna give you the time to do it so that you don't feel exhausted. And a way that you can make the most of your hormones and the way that your body works, because you know that I am super passionate about getting that knowledge that we have about our bodies, our hormones, and using that to our advantage. Okay, my friend, there you go. Four simple steps to decluttering your home. I hope you found it helpful. And if you did, please scroll down. If you're listening in iTunes, scroll down right now and leave me a review because your reviews really do mean the world to me, but they actually help other people to find this podcast as well. And finally, just a reminder, if you wanna dig a bit more into cycle syncing, click the link in the show notes. It's gonna take you over to my cycle syncing course, You'll learn all about cycle syncing, how your body works, and also some really tactical, tangible stuff that you can implement straight away to harness the power of your hormones to reclaim your energy and your time. Have a wonderful week, and I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Hope you like it. Leave my mummy a review.